You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters, which mm. if you're watching on YouTube, you can see your getup. Petey, you really came... It's not even a number that get up. It's an, like, it's an award <laughs> show today, so I thought I'd wear and be red carpet ready. You are. Obviously, Craig and I did not get the memo. No, um, I thought it would go without not, saying. Not sure I would have obeyed the memo anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, like PD said, we will be doing our first annual PHNX Coyotes Mid-Season Awards. Yes. We'll get to that in a second. That is why PD is dressed the way he is. <sighs> but, you know what? It's the NHL All-Star break. I feel like we all finally could take a collective breath and just... Sit and reflect on the first 50 games. So before we get into our awards, I just kind of want to do like a state of the union, a state of how are we feeling about where the Coyotes are now and where they're possibly headed. Can we do a preamble to that even? Yes. Petey, where in the hell did you buy that suit? (laughs) (laughs) I had it custom tailored. No, buddy. That's what the internet is for. For stuff like this. This is a $35 suit. I went all in for a $35 suit on Alain Dipotique. I'm just serious. Go check it out. They're real suits. This suit, I bought this suit in preparation for all of the whiteouts that I would endure as a Coyote staff member. Unfortunately, there were none. (laughs) So you bought it after 2012, is what you're telling me. I did buy it after 2012, (laughs) anticipating all of the ones we were going to be at. I could wear it there. It would be give us good luck. And I didn't get to wear it. So do you just Google white suit? Is that how you you start? Buddy, when you wear. Suits every day on those planes, you tear the suits. They're like sweatsuits. You can't have thousand dollar suits. So you well know my place in LA, my Aran Amani. And if you say really fast, it sounds like um, Armani. Uh, uh, where'd you get that suit? Bronco, Bronco can do that. Yes, it's unreal. The place is unreal. It's 99 bucks for everything socks, shoes, belt, suit, shirt, tie. 99.99. And you think I'm kidding? I am not. Not an ad. And this. Is a $35 suit. And I will not give out which coach. There was a coach on that Arizona Coyotes NHL staff that wore a Lane Dupuis suits on the bench. $35 suits, and I'm not making that up. 
Okay. That is a true story. Because they on the bench, can you imagine all the sweat and spit and water? Bleh, like, you don't want a nice suit. Then you could throw them out. You don't even have to dry clean them at 35 bucks. <laughs> anyway, so I'm ready for <laughs> the award show. By the way, Petey is drinking coffee right now, so we just have to be on watchful yep. eye that you do not spill Oh, my gosh. I didn't even plan suit. that part. Yeah, no, because I'm not dry cleaning it. That would cost more than no, the suit. No, you just throw it out on your wall. So anyway, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready right. to talk You're awards, ready. red carpet. You're ready. Okay, well... <laughs> Circling back around to a couple of minutes ago, <laughs> State State of the Union for the Coyotes before we get into the awards. 50 games in, 32 to go. What do we all think? Is this where we expected them to be? Are we surprised? Are we disappointed? What, what are your thoughts? Well, I would say we were surprised earlier in the season, but as they hit the All-Star break, they are right about where we thought they'd be there. I mean, there are a couple other teams that are a little surprising that they're as low as they are in the standings, but the Coyotes are basically now where I thought they would be right near the bottom. They're within, what, four points of the bottom yeah. of the NHL standings now. So the hope of getting the worst overall record and the only spot in the NHL standings that guarantees that you get either Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, or Leo Carlson, they're within striking distance. Yeah, and I think that that middle stretch where they won a lot of games and they were beating some really good teams, Boston, Toronto, and you go, uh-oh. Like, not, not good enough for a playoff run, clearly, but not bad enough to be bad enough. And that's where we got worried. And I, to be honest, a lot of that was Karel Melka. I mean, mm -hmm. he put his team on his back, and he played unbelievable for the month of, of November. And I think that made it, that push look possible. Now, I think this is where we thought they would be. They're sitting at 38 points after 50 games. And, and Lee and I were talking last night about where does that put them and what we expected. Last year, they finished with 57 that means they need 20 points in their last 30 to get to 58 and beat that. Can they can they get 20 in their last 30? That's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. They're going to have to go on a little stretch, especially after talking trade deadline. That's 10 more wins out of 30. That's one and two every three. 10 wins or a couple OT losses. A couple of OTs. So I, I think that's I think probably pretty realistic. I think 60 I think points for this team. I think 60 points is, is close to where this team is going to be. I think this is what we thought. Is that going to be... The worst record in the league, though. 60 I don't points. think so. I don't, I don't think, think it will so. be either. Yeah. I think Columbus is in. It's too bad. Chicago is too bad. <sighs> we said it over and over again. The biggest, the biggest deal here is going to be who dismantles their roster the best at the trade <laughs> deadline, right? And I and I don't know if Columbus has the pieces to do that. I think you're going to see an exodus in Chicago that could lose some big pieces. Um, I, I, I don't think Anaheim really has much they can do there. They've got guys that are on longer-term contracts. They've got younger players they're not trying to move. The Coyotes, I think, even barring a Jacob Chickren trade that I think is going to be too difficult by the trade deadline, I still think the Coyotes are going to move a lot of players out of here. I really do. And it's going to be lesser players, but there's going to be a lot of them. So I, I, that's going to be a key to who finishes last and finishes in the basement in the Bedard Suisse. And the head-to-head -head games. Like, they, they got to play Chicago a few more times. And um, Columbus is the only team literally in the running for that uh, worst, worst overall record that the Coyotes have beaten. That's literally the only team that they've defeated so far. They've lost to all the other teams, whether it's in regulation or in overtime. Those are huge games. Those are swing games. They're as much as four-point games. So... Those are worth watching as yeah, well. Yeah, those are the ones you have to lose. Yep. And, and I tell you, Anaheim just beats Colorado right before the break. And took three or four from the Coyotes in terms of points. Perfect. So, yeah, perfect. Let them beat those teams. Coyotes can win a couple here and there, sprinkling some of these the Against, better teams. I like when the Coyotes beat the good teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's they fun. got Vegas. The Leafs. Take Vegas again. Yeah, you've got some even good LA. Teams. Like well, you know, beat LA. Beat LA yeah, always. Always. Um, I would just want to know 
what was the biggest surprise of the first 50 games? And it could be a player. It could be a stretch of games, whatever. What was the biggest surprise for you in the first half? And what was the biggest kind of maybe let down? You go first on this one, Pete. Well, I think the biggest surprise to me is how well they played inside the Mullet Arena. And that I think for the first time in nearly 25 years that they had a real home advantage since they left downtown. And and I don't know if they ever really felt like that they had a home field, home court, home ice advantage until the mullet. I don't know if that ever really felt yeah, like that. Yeah, probably only in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that yeah. was surprising to me. I think that was great that they went out of, they had the mullet magic early. I, I think they're going to lose some games at home, but I think that was the, the bright spot for me. Um, on, on the negative side, you know, it, it's hard to say because I, I think I, uh, negatively, I, I thought that these veteran players, I thought they were going to take a step backward from what we saw in the veteran players from a year ago, and they helped this team win more. And I don't know, it's hard to say negative is winning, but you looked at the leaders that they had on this team last year, um, Strawman, Beagle, um, Ladd. They had guys that could really bond the group together, and I think this year, Bukes has done a little bit of that, but these guys have... They fit in better than last year's veterans, and and I think that that has surprised me the most. That they've, that's why I thought they were going to be so bad. Is the fill-in veteran guys? I said, well, they're not as good as you know, Louis Erickson and guys that I thought would be better. These guys are like, well, you know, at the back end, Nemeth and Brown and Stetcher, they're they're okay, but they're not going to pull this team together. And exactly the opposite. They pulled this group together. This is a team now, and that's why they're able to win games. And I hate to say that's a negative, but I thought that guaranteed them last place, and and it yeah. clearly hasn't. Yeah, I think the biggest surprise for me is just simply a player who will probably be talking about more, Matias Michelli. I didn't even think he belonged on this roster when the season started. I didn't think he was ready. I thought he needed to play more games in the AHL. Not only did he belong on the roster, he's established him as, as himself as one of the best rookies in the NHL. He's terrific with the puck on his stick. Clearly, there's still more room for growth in Matias Michelli's game, but he's shown that he belongs. So I, I would say that's the biggest surprise for me. And then the biggest negative to me is, again, it's it's about the goal of this season. And it, it's not even what the Coyotes have done. It's what a couple of other teams have done. Like, I didn't I didn't see Columbus I, being I this bad. I don't think any of us saw Columbus. We, we expected I mean, they go out Chicago. and get Johnny Gaudreau, and you figure, okay, they'll at least take us a, a marginal step forward. I didn't think they were a playoff team, but I thought they would take a step forward with the addition of Johnny Gaudreau, and they've just been abjectly horrible. I didn't think the Blackhawks would be quite this bad because they still have some really – talented players on the roster. Yeah. So those those would be the negatives, I guess, for me in the the context of what the Coyotes are trying to do. Yeah, and I and that has to be my biggest disappointment too, but it's not even to for the Coyotes. It's right. more for the other teams. But And I think for me, my biggest surprise has been Karel Vimelka. Um, just he's, this is year two for him in the NHL. He's stolen some of these wins for the Coyotes. No um, and last year, he had games like that last year, but they were more few and far between whereas you know and he's definitely had his struggles but I feel like he's been way more consistent mm -hmm. when I see he's in net every night I think they have they actually have a chance and generally when they're losing generally it's not on him so he's kind of been a surprise for me this season I think there's a lot he's a big part of the reason they're in 29th right now rather than 32nd or 31st so that's what I think um for the first half well a little bit more than half 32 games to go Oh boy, um, we believe, and we we couldn't confirm this, but the over under and point total on the DraftKings Sportsbook app before the season started was around sixty five, if not sixty five and a half, sixty four and a half, somewhere in that ballpark. 
I don't know. For anyone who took the over or the under, you might be sweating that one out for these last. What's the pace right now? Have you guys actually calculated the pace? No, because I don't do math. That's yeah, that's math. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't. I feel like you don't. Thirty-eight points. Yeah, thirty-eight and fifty. A moment. You you figure this. You figure this out. um, But I think futures are really fun on DraftKings because you place them and then you forget about them. I have six. They're on pace points. for 62 points. Okay, so they're trending so toward the, the under, under right now. And that's with the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So the under is looking good. I think we suggested people take the under. Well, at the time, I said yeah. heavy under because I thought this would be the record-breaking worst team in yeah. the history of the Coyotes. I did. A lot of 57. people did. Most yeah. analysts said that. I said if the if the over-under was at 55, that would be the number. And and they've going to so surpass for the people who It's the boogie factor. The boogie, <laughs> the boogie factor. So for the people t- who took the under good like i said futures are fun i put a future a five dollar bet on the colorado avalanche to repeat <gasps> hmm. interesting i don't know like we'll see and if it doesn't well, at least if possible. it doesn't work Very out possible. it's five dollars that i forgot yeah, the about line center, right back there. exactly so plenty of ways for you to win money on DraftKings, including on the super bowl which is just around the corner and if you download the DraftKings sportsbook app with the code phnx new customers can bet five dollars on super bowl 57 and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly that's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. And now I'm going to throw it to Sean for our weekly DraftKings pick of the week. Yo, um, obviously no Buffalo Bills to bet on still. <laughs> um, but DraftKings does have the odds for the NHL All-Star game. And oh, so, they didn't yesterday. Yeah, so. they just put them up. Uh, okay. My DraftKings sportsbook, sportsbook pick of the week is the Metropolitan Division to win the All-Star Game at plus 300. Looking at this Ooh. roster, they, it seems like they are way better than everybody else. They have Shesterkin and Sorokin. Also, Artemi Panarin making his first All-Star appearance. Did not realize really? he had never been to an All-Star wow. Game before. Insane, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. They right. also have a couple of guys named Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby on the team. Um, they're pretty, pretty stacked. So I okay. think the Metropolitan no, I like it. What's Uka that? Pekka? No, Uka Pekka Lukanen. Um, <laughs> no, no, um, Tage Thompson because he's hurt. But Rasmus Dalin, who should have been an All Star originally for the Atlantic <sighs> Division, is now. But um, so is Sabres legend Linus Allmark. All right. Well, there you have it. Sean's DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. If you want to tail him, you can do that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And while you're watching the NHL All Star Game this weekend, maybe enjoy a nice Four Peaks beer. It's it's a day game, so you can do the day the day drinker, the golden lager. Oh wow, those are some good. Can I tell a four peak story? Yes, you yes you can. So, my youngest gets on these project kicks where there's money available, there's money on the table, so all of a sudden there's motivation to do all these different projects around the house. Our pantry was you know kind of you know a pantry will get a pretty nasty after a while. All the paint will wear off the shelves. Painted the entire thing. First cleaned it, painted it, reorganized it. Kids did this? Yeah, exactly. Imagine that. The paintbrush? And at the very, yeah. It it looks beautiful. (sighs) You hear that, Jackson? At the back (laughs) of the cabinet, we found a six pack. Well, it's it's bottles of pumpkin porter. We didn't even know we had it. Wow. Wow. We chilled those. What a find. Yeah, it was was a nice find. It was a a bonus to Like an autumn Christmas. Yeah, it's great. Love it. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Well, if you want to enjoy yourself a nice Four Peaks brew, you can grab one wherever you buy your beer. And with the Super Bowl right around the corner, enjoy a nice Four Peaks beverage during the big game. All right. I think it's time. It's time. To do our first ever PHX Coyotes midseason awards. Um, even though I feel like I'm hosting, Petey looks like he's hosting. I don't really know. 
Um, so just to let everybody know, these categories, we use some creative freedom to come up with them. Some of them are more typical, some of them a little more atypical. And if you disagree with our picks, feel free to contest yeah. with us. Oh, I thought you were going to say we don't care. Yeah. Oh. HK, if you don't. I mean, you us. feel free to contest with our us show. in the comments in the Discord or on Twitter. <laughs> but like Craig said, <laughs> we don't we don't care because <laughs> we think we're right. Although I do show. know Sean disagrees on one of the categories. Really? So we'll see. We'll get to that. We'll get Already? To yep. I disagree on multiple of the categories. Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, feel free to speak up. Feel I will. free to speak Trust. up. All right. Okay. So I think our first category should be breakout player. So this is the breakout player award. We have three nominees for this award. Matias Michelli. <laughs> I had to say it like that. I know you're not from Italy. Um, Dylan Gunther and Karel Vimelka, um, all guys we kind of already talked about earlier today. Do we have a drum roll? We have. <gasps> Isn't that amazing? And the winner and the is... is... Matias Michelli. Matias Michelli. Matias Michelli. As Craig mentioned, this kid... Not even penciled in to make this roster coming out of training camp. And not only done that, but he's competed. He was one of the top rookies in the NHL right now. So I, I don't think this is something we expected. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, before his injury, he was right there with Matty Beneers in the top rookie categories. And we were considering him possibly even a bubble culture candidate. Yep. As we said earlier, incredible with the puck on his stick. The one thing, the one piece of advice that we all have for Matias Michelli. Shoot. Shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. Shoot it. It's going to come. It's going to come with confidence. And as he plays longer and some maturity in this league, he is going to become more of a goal scorer than a distributor. I believe that. I think all Coyote fans at Mullet, when Matias has the puck in scoring position, need to do what they yeah. do all the time anyway in inappropriate instances and <laughs> scream shoot. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. All right. Well, congrats to Matias Michelli for earning that award and just a slight flex on my part in our preseason predictions. I did predict him as the breakout player, but there's still 32 games left. So maybe someone else will I think she edited that video. Assert yeah. themselves. In fact, I think we lost that. So yeah. I don't remember. What <laughs> yeah, you word. guys went and deleted the file. Yeah, <laughs> off of YouTube. It's not All right. There. Next award. And I know this sounds dark, but it's not most likely to be <laughs> traded. I know that sounds uh, bad, but it's it's actually a positive reflection on the person because that means they have value that is worth something. And the nominees are da -da -da -da. Josh Brown, <laughs> Jacob Chikrin, the voice, Shane Gostas be here. Oh, wait, <laughs> Gostas Bear. <laughs> right. Like the celebs. All right. Butchering names. Let's see. <laughs> And the winner is Josh Brown. Congratulations, Josh. Or I, not. Or not. Yeah, I don't know if this is the award you want. I think this is kind of a surprise winner in this. I'm not I sure agree. about the, the Academy on this vote, but I'll tell you why. Because Josh Brown fills a role. He is going to be a bottom pair defenseman that can play Minutes, eat minutes, can play physical, can beat guys below the goal line, can defend, has a good stick. I think there are teams looking for that running into the playoffs, and they are going to need players like Josh Brown that has some physicality and toughness, and I don't think you can find that. I think he gets traded by the deadline. Yeah, totally agree for those reasons, right? He's, he's, he's an easy contract to absorb. Everybody, everybody is looking for depth on defense come playoff time because everybody will lose defensemen 
in the postseason. It's a war of attrition, so you need guys like that. He will. I, I think Josh Brown's going somewhere. Okay. There, he is. It's interesting. He was considered just a guy who's going to be like literally never heard an of extra him defense before. Like, he oh, he'll be in some games. He won't play all the yeah. games. He'll I be a healthy scratch a lot. He's carved out a regular role for himself. Good for Josh Brown. And you saw the nominee is very defense heavy. And I think what hurt um, Gosh's Bear late was the injury. I, I still think if he gets through injury free, I know people thought, oh, for sure he's going to get traded. For sure he's going to get traded. Teams have that guy, uh, you know, and, and that's it. It's about need. It's right? about need. You yeah. have that guy unless a player like Gosh's Bear, where it's an offensive defenseman that can help quarterback a power play. Unless you're missing that guy, I'm not sure you go after Gosh's Bear. You need Brown. I think that fills a, a greater need for the defending, more physical guy through the war of attrition through a two-month playoff. Yeah, and like I said, I didn't know who he was before the season. So sorry, Josh, but congrats on proving yourself enough this season to be a trade candidate for this team. All right, next category is Minnesota Man Crush. Huh. <laughs> mm. hmm. huh. So Minnesota Man Crush Award is the category. The nominees are Nick Bugstad. Did you know he's from Minnesota? Travis Boyd. Did you know he's from Minnesota? And Logan Cooley. Did you know he plays for Minnesota? And the winner of the Minnesota Man Crush Award is... I might have stopped the ballot box on that one a little bit. This is for all the times PD has voted him DraftKings King of the Game, and we have usurped And you ignored vote. me. Yeah. Uh, 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 I tell you what, Boogie's the glue that holds this whole thing together. He really is. He's just been an unbelievable addition. You talk about the importance of veteran presence in the locker room. It's a cliche. It's one of those cliches you hear all the time. But it's also true when you have the right guys that can really bring a room together and a team can achieve more than is expected of them. And that's what's happened here with Nick Bukestead. And I think he's he's a guy you really want on your team when you get through the other side of this too. And that's what's just so disheartening for me is he is a big trade piece for this team right now. I'd like to see him get re-signed here and help get these guys through this because not only is he doing the right things on the ice, off the ice, comes to the rink with a smile, puts in his work, puts his work boots on and does things the right professional way. And I think he's a good guy to follow for these young guys. Um, I don't know how realistic that is. I think he's going to be gone by the trade deadline. So I'll have to start. Sad. Another passing. need though, right? Like this guy, can, yeah. your teams are looking for a third line center who can play defensive yep. hockey. But he can he, play up higher in your lineup too. He can, he can. He move up in the lineup. He's big. He can match yep. up with guys. He and, and again, what he brings to the room. So It'll be another great deadline addition for a team. And, and there are a lot of teams that are interested in Nick Bugstead. A lot of teams. I'm going to just a quick little tease for all of those Minnesota fans out there from the state native state of 10,000 lakes, actually 11,480. But who's counting? There might be a little Minnesota content coming very, very uh -oh. soon. Yep. To PHNX. Boyd, howdy. Because we haven't had any yet on the show. Well, so stay tuned for a little extra yeah. Minnesota it's content. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Y'all just better not let Pat Kane get traded here somehow. That's going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. The Chicago connection. If Patrick Kane. Oh, no. I'm talking the Buffalo. Buffalo connection. Uh, going back home. Well, and Chicago. Two for one. Buffalo Kane to Buffalo. <gasps> you know, they missed a chance to hop right into the playoff picture in that last game. But, you know, Carolina's rolling right now. They're close. The Sabres are close. Biz wants happen. the Sabres there. Huh? Biz wants the Sabres yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, I want to see the Sabres in too. Yep, he was going off on TNT. All right. 
Let's get into our next category, best beard. And I'm going to let Craig introduce the nominees for I've, this one. I've, I've actually written extensively about all of them. Yes, so you have. So the category all, is best beard award. Craig, take it away. And the nominees are <laughs> Liam O'Brien, Lawson Krauss, and Barrett, Barrett Hayden. Hayden? <laughs> Sorry, Barrett. We didn't mean to give Got you Got a little shit. bit of love from the younger generation. <laughs> but we had to. That was a terrible beard. <laughs> eventually. Had. Eventually, you'll be able to grow a beard, Barrett Hayden. So, okay, we'll just get to it because it's clear that Barrett Hayden's not winning this award. The winner is... That's so good. Lawson Krause in an upset oh, over Liam O'Brien. Oh, Liam O'Brien. The wow. pupil oh. is now the master. Wow. Wow. And I think part of it, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's like one of those movies get released right before the voting. Krause has been hotter coming into this and Liam has been out of the lineup. True. So you, you got to give the nod to Lawson Krause. And Liam, we like we've seen him with his beard. We know his beard. I Lawson, wrote about Liam's beard. Yeah. And There's Lawson Krause about that. showed up. And all of a sudden had this unreal, like he was kind of came out of nowhere. And I think the surprise factor helps contribute to his win. I wonder how today. much pride Liam O'Brien takes in Lawson Krause's beard, knowing that he, you know, helped shape it. Yeah. <laughs> that he was the inspiration. Yeah, he was. I mean, two ginger beards on the same team. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. It's so good. Oh, man. So congrats to Lawson Krause. And Liam, you're still, you're always in the running and maybe next, maybe next year. Still okay? a spectacular beard. Yeah. It was just tough competition this year. And Barrett, maybe one day. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our next category. This category was um, an idea from our very own Sean DePaz. So the category is the best Arizona export. So the qu criteria is you have to be an Arizona born player and playing Anywhere. Um, I feel like Sean should read the nominees here. In the yeah. Winter, so since it was his idea. Yeah, go ahead you. and read the nominees and so I'll announce the winner. The nominees for the best Arizona export are Austin Matthews, Matthew Nyes, and of course, <laughs> the one, the only, the obvious, I mean, let's be real, the obvious winner, right? Of this award, Tage Thompson. And the winner is... Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let y'all finish. But hold on, let me let me get on the camera here. I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all finish. <laughs> Just a complete takeover. Thompson is having one of the best seasons of any Arizona export in the history of the game. Of the game. <laughs> not the not the year. Not not the last decade of the game. Austin Matthews. We're not talking about a decade. We're not talking about a decade. We're talking about the game. The history of the game. Gordy, how, who? Wayne Gretzky, who? We're talking Tage Thompson. Come on now. Wow. That is some Tage Thompson love. Well, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, Sean has completely usurped this, this category, and I am not shocked in the slightest. But honestly, oh. I, I probably would give this award. To Tage, I mean, what a breakout oh, season! Wow, well, it's, I tell you what, this was not unanimous then. I, Tage, I tell you what, Tage Thompson has come from a guy that was picked late first round pick for his size more than anything. He's having a phenomenal year. The kid can play; he's an offensive threat every time he touches the ice. Love to watch the kid, but it's Austin Matthews. I mean, we're still talking about a first overall pick that's a generational talent that can change his team. He needs to get this team out of the first round of the playoffs or this before he comes home. Yep. It, it could get passed along to Tate Thompson, the mantle, if if the Buffalo Sabres get through the first round before the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh, 
there it is. Oh, he, Pressure's I, on <laughs> for next year's voting. I will say the one thing about Tage when he got that deal, I think it was in the off season, and I remember my first reaction was, "Wow, that's like a seemingly big contract to give to someone who is relatively unproven." And I mean, the the and Sabres boom. GM took a gamble, and it's paying boom. off because that when you look at with the cap going up in the next couple of years. The value that they got him at for the length of time they did, I mean, that's a steal for Tage Thompson. So, just saying. But, yeah, Austin Matthews, obviously, he's kind of the the face of Arizona hockey. But Tage is right there in that conversation. So, things things you love to see as yep, no doubt. as the, the game continues to grow and they will not be the last. And for Matthew Nyes, you know, right. he's still in college, but let's see what he hey, can do. Maybe, when maybe he, Josh Jones. Josh Doan will jump on that exactly, list too. Exactly, so. exactly. Also, more players coming. Wild that both Tage and Austin Matthews are both injured for the All-Star game. Mm. Sad. 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 Um, but listen, guys, if you ever want to return home and play for the Arizona Coyotes again, I got you. And I'll help you furnish your whole home when you move here. Ah. I'll take you to more furniture. We'll get you all set up. And you'll have not only – you not only get to live – by the way, like it's 70 degrees this weekend. It's February. Come on, Toronto, Buffalo, when you could be here, sunny skies. I don't see a cloud out this window right now. And then not only that, but you can have the most comfortable and stylish and best furniture. Come on, <laughs> I got you. So if you want to save big on furniture, like the exports who will eventually make their return, I'm claiming it now, save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. I will be in the market for some new furniture soon, so I will... Not going to talk about it yet, Not but today. I will definitely, definitely be checking out more. I need a kitchen table, a dining room table. I need a lot of stuff. <laughs> so more, I'm coming. Um, but in the meantime, I might start racking up some money on underdog fantasy. Good idea. Put that aside for my more furniture trip. And it's it feels so weird with the, like the, there were just a couple hockey games sprinkled yeah. this week. And now... We're off off for a couple days here. Uh, NFL, it's the one off week with the Pro Bowl coming up. So really NBA is basketball. It's around college basketball, all of it. Um, So if you want to win yourself some money on underdog fantasy, you can do so by playing daily fantasy. You can do fantasy drafts with your friends. You just pick five or you draft six players per team. Um, It's a lot of fun. And then the winner wins it all. And it's, by the way, like, you know, me and my weenie bets, it's like $3 drafts, $5 drafts. It's really not high stakes, um, which I like. So you can also do the pick them game, which again, you can put a dollar on it and win up to 20 times your money. So win 20 bucks off a dollar. Okay, sign me up. So lots of good ways to win money on Underdog Fantasy, and it's super easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with the code PHNX, and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. All right, let's continue on with our award show, and let's do the best dressed category and it's not steve it's, peters it's not pd although if i, I had I, known this was your outfit i would have maybe I, put I you in the yep. the nominations but first i want to give a shout out to mallory who is a former phnx intern now works with the coyotes yeah so i t- i consulted with her directly she actually gave us the nominees and the winner of which we agreed because yeah, you'll see it, it in these photos so the category is best dress award the nominees are Troy Stetcher, Yuso Valamaki, and Jacob 
Chikrin, again, thank you to Mallory and the Coyotes for providing these photos. Wow. Go to YouTube. These are, yeah, that's these electric. are, I mean, unreal. Or just go back on the Coyotes. Or as the Instagram. kids are saying today, that's drip. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And the winner is. Wow. Wow. And I will say, Mallory said Stetcher 100%. Not even close. Did you see that that fursuit for his nomination photo? Unreal. Boy, howdy. Look at this. Look at this. Look. Unreal. Wow. The slick back hair, the sunglasses. Phenomenal. He looks like he's dressed for um, Trevor Zegers' funeral. (laughs) Oh, wow. Too soon? Too soon? I love it. Um, congrats to uh, Troy Stetcher on winning the first inaugural Best Dress Award for the Coyotes. So we'll see. The Coy- Listen, if you want to win that award, you got to step up your fashion game. All right. Next category, PD, I will let you read. It's going to be Best Hair. You're going to read the nominees. Yep. So Best Hair. I think Craig, because he's got the best hair on the show, Craig should read the winner. <laughs> For right. the best hair award, the nominees are I'll read I'll read the winner. Nick Schmoltz, Dylan Gunther, <laughs> Jacob Chikrin. All right. And the winner is <laughs> La La Land. Wait, oh, wait, wait, what? Oh, wait. Oh, oh Rube's wrong. wrong Try again. Reset. Not again. We'll All right, reset. Okay. Sorry. Let's read the actual. Our bad. Letter. Our bad. <laughs> Somebody's getting fired. Okay. And the winner is. Nick Schmaltz. Oh, can you see how happy he would be to win this award? Maybe right now? we'd even get, a, like, his lips Half might turn up slightly. Hey, 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 hey. So, Sean disagrees with our choice. Oh, really? I I would like to hear you make your case. I just, okay, I guess I was in a different, like, mind space with this, but I was thinking, like, hockey flow, and I really don't think his is all that exceptional. I'm going to go with DP on this one. You you Mm -hmm. want mullet-esque. That's what I was thinking. But I'm thinking So then it's Keller. But uh, I I, love Yusuf Alamaki's slick back blonde hair. Yeah. I just think Nick Schmaltz has a great head of hair. He just has a great head of hair. And we didn't really, maybe we should add another category next year, best helmet flow. Yeah. And then best hair because. Because there are two different things. Because I would agree there that maybe Schmaltz does not deserve that award, best flow out of the helmet, but he does have a great. Here's what I'll say about Yuso. And I, you know, because I mentioned Yuso. Yuso, when it's styled. Fair. It's sharp. Doesn't always bring the style game to the rink. That's fair. Having been around him. Nick Schmaltz, the hair is always a consideration. After working in the National Hockey League for over 20 years, I always dreamed of discussing players' hair live on YouTube. <laughs> Wearing and a debating $35 it. white suit. And <laughs> what does my life become? <laughs> I know, if only we were drinking beer to yeah. really round this out. What do you think's in the cup? <laughs> All right, we got a couple categories left. <clears throat> Next up, we got... Weird eating habits. Weirdest eating habits <laughs> is the category. Oh Who's reading this? Um, one? Why don't you read it, Craig? Oh, okay. All right. The nominees are <laughs> Jacob Chikrin, Christian Fisher, <laughs> and 
Petey. Okay, we need to explain why. So Jacob Trigrin, if you know, you know, the liver, the liver king diet, the raw everything. He's, like He's reading, eating like animal hearts. Yeah. Bizarre. Okay? I'm not saying he's killing the animal and tearing it right out of his chest, but he's eating. We're like, not raw saying meat. he's a vampire, but we're not not saying. By the way, exactly. did you know that he got his dad on this diet too? Jeff's You're on this diet. Me. Jeff's like I'm. I'm the same weight as I was in my like my playing days. Or it's crazy, like how much weight he's lost. Oh my gosh! So, okay, he's got and, Jeff on this diet. I lose weight too because I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Christian um, Fisher is yeah. on here simply because inexplicably from Chicago he loves ketchup and. That's unforgivable. That's a bad eating habit. It's unforgivable. And then Petey, because, you know, I'm going to be hosting. I don't know if you all know that I'm going to be hosting a St. Patty's Day party. And there will be food at this St. Patty's Day party. And no, none of you are invited. So I apologize. This is a staff-only party. <laughs> but there will be a lot of food. And my wife can cook, as a lot of people sitting right here can attest. Very true. Will Petey be eating any of that food? No, he'll be eating before he arrives at the party. He's he's actually told me that, that he'll be eating before he arrives at the party, because none of our food is acceptable to Katie. Okay, so I, luckily I married the right woman here because when we go to an event that you're has here, you're food, listening, Tara? Okay. we eat first. Because first, how how am I going to monitor what went into that food? How that fo- food was cooked? Do you have a thermometer? Did you temp it out properly to the to the the, the, the guidelines of what that meat should be prepared? No. Like I didn't, and if you did, I didn't see it. Did 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 your wife wash her hands before? I don't know. I don't want to be sitting in the bathroom all night. So no, I'm eating first. There is no issues. I, and and then I went to an event this week where I watched 50 people go through the food line. You know, who's sick? Who who's been picking at their nose? I don't know these things. So I'm not, not eating the food. I can hear Tara right now. Pre eating her Sam it's Jackson. It's called pre eating. Oh, will allow me to retort. Pre eating. You will probably get a retort from Tara. At I some get what point. I get Just to eat say. what I want. I'm happy, and then I won't get in your way in the food line. Everybody's happy. I will say that she could tell me that she put poison in the sweet potato pie, and I'm still gonna eat it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm right. If she washed her hands or not, I'm it's gonna eat so it every true. time. By the way, also free food tastes. It just tastes better. Just saying. And listen, like, I don't, it, it's a lot of work for me to cook. I don't always have the time. PD will come to a, like a 5 p.m. game star and he's like, yeah, we barbecued salmon at yeah, 3 o'clock. That's exactly what it is. It's, that is true. It's going to have like grilled salmon and like 100%. boiled squash or something yeah, all vegetables before he arrives. Brussels then, sprouts. It's very yeah, healthy. I, I respect it. It's just yep. weird. So I think <laughs> we should, weird. I think we should get into the actual winner of this category. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll It's Jacob Tricker. I mean, <laughs> hands just, down, nearly unanimous. You yep. just can't. You just no. can't compete. I think, and maybe one of our summertime shows. I believe we should try to do this. Uh, I really, I, I sincerely I'll do. only do it if he comes in studio. If he's still a coyote and does it with and us, eats like brings like his favorite. Yeah. Yes. Imagine that, like dining with Jacob Tricker, yeah. where we have we could do like yes. a chef's table. We'd stand alongside of him. I'm in. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I will probably won't make it through it, but I'm in. Let's try it. You may be surprised to hear me say this, but there's not a shot in hell I eat. Wow, any of you'll that. eat DP. the 99 cent pancake syrup. Yeah, because that pancakes. stuff was meant for humans to eat, not raw. I don't think beer it heart. was, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Let's it was. Let's put that on the calendar for the summer. <laughs> oh my God, that would be an incredible show. All right, well we're down to put chicken a chef's hat. <laughs> I'm it. I'm super down. All right, we're down to our last category, and it is. A semi-normal one. It is normal. It's MVP, of course. We have to name an MVP, the most valuable player of the first 50 games. PD, take it away. 
And the nominees are Karel Vamelka, Clayton Keller, Lawson Kraus. All right. And the winner is Clayton Keller. Yay. I'm kind of disappointed our writers didn't come up with a little joke. We could like the banter when they come up with the nominees and they did just absolutely out of character, idiotic banter the between the two presenters oh, next yeah. year. Next year we need to have <laughs> that. Year. We'll ramp it up. Yep, um, we'll congrats up. to Clayton Keller. I mean, he's the Coyotes all-star. He, you know, and it, I don't, he hasn't always been a shoe in for this award. I no. would say. Because you talked about Veg, what he did early in the season. He just hit a little bit of a slide. But the thing, the other thing about Kells, we've talked about this a lot. He's playing a lot of minutes in all situations right off a broken leg. <laughs> just, it's crazy. We just talked to him about this. But the fact that he was able to step right in and produce immediately, coming off a gruesome injury and log those kind of minutes, he wins the award. And he puts up those kind of numbers offensively. I, I would be curious to see where Lawson Carlos would be if not for his injury and missing out those games because he was at the time, uh, it was back and forth every game someone would take over the goal scoring lead. And so that really set him back. Um, Keller's been better of late. And Vamelka, if he could have kept that November streak going up until now, not only would he have won the award, he would probably be the highest rated to be traded player on yeah. this team. It, it just didn't happen for Carell. Hey, look, Keller, Keller's been better. And this is what this team expected from Keller when they drafted him. And and I think he's had a great season so far. But from our perspective, from doing this show, how much better has Clayton Keller got on the interview stand? <laughs> like yesterday? Most yesterday he was he was concerned about lighting and hey, am I framed framing. right? Last time he had the goddamn lights out. <laughs> they were he was in the dark. And it was like that. That low yes, angle. Yes, he set this phone on the table in the dark. And we're like, Clay, do you want to open? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I will have a really good QA up on Clayton Keller on Friday as well on GoPHNX. So look for that. Yeah, he was terrific in that interview. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's becoming a more mature player in this league too, on and off the ice. I, I think he definitely deserves his award. I'm I'm looking forward to what he does over the next 32 games. Yep, absolutely. And by the way, EVs and Debug are disappointed. They wanted Veggie to win. MVP. He was close. We did get close we, competition. We did actually. give him his flowers. So. There have been a lot of accusations of fraud. Just saying. I don't know if the with the, the, order the in general. With, no, with the well, EVs particularly has been accusing a the election of being rigged a lot. Yeah. Or the, just the why process. is it rigged? Because we talked to Kells yesterday. Some well, no, I mean, I can understand there was a, there's a clear appearance of bias in a couple of the awards, particularly the Minnesota Man Crush and the Arizona Export. So well, they seem a little, you know, I can understand fair. where the where we're, the, we're the committee, okay? Come. So <laughs> we can do what we want. Just like they do in, in the movie awards show, they have the Academy Awards and then they have the People's Choice Awards. So I think before the, the season ends or at the end of the we season. We should do an off-season. We'll yes. People's, People's Choice, Choice Awards. The I like People's that. Choice Awards. Perfect. And everyone and can vote on Twitter. I'm going to go a step further. I think we can get some of uh, our diehards actually reading um, the winners. I love it. And the winner is, and we can get I love that some idea. flowers to our diehards. produce that whole show. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'll edit and put yeah. that together. Great idea, guys. Evie, yeah. it's, love no, it. Awesome. You just sparked a good idea. And maybe next year when we do this, we'll actually do it at a theater and we can sell oh, tickets. Imagine that. That would be um, unbelievable. And those tickets will be available on game, game time. time. So um, they will be five cents. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we'll have be, to pay people. Be be the, hey, yeah. save up to 60% hey, when you I buy know, last exactly. minute, I know though. where we can get some crushed red velvet ropes. 
<laughs> Mullet. Sorry. Unreal. Well, I like it. Game time. It's it's where it's your go to. Why is. not get those tickets there? It yeah. is. I, I gotta say, I well, I told you guys earlier this week. I was looking at uh, Phoenix Suns tickets on Monday. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollar tickets. Um, a couple of artists that I really like are going on tour. John Mayer, Beyonce. Saw the John Mayer. Um, yep. Those tickets are kind of pricey, so I might just hold out and wait till it gets closer on game time. Um, and as Derek says, I don't know what I'm doing that day yet, so <laughs> let me wait and find out. I'm I'm big on that, so that's why game time is the best place to buy your tickets. And like we always say, save up to sixty percent when you buy them last minute. The best way to support us is by using the link below in the description to get your tickets. So check that out. We've all used it. It's very easy to use. So check out Game Time. And like Craig already mentioned, lots of great reasons to become a diehard over at gophnx.com. I'm really excited. Is that? But that one's unlocked, right? The Keller story? Yeah. But you have your, your mailbag, your 96, 97 question mailbag. It's insane. That's for diehards only. That did take and me two sittings to get through that. And I'm not kidding. That, that imagine, imagine answering them all. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a lengthy process. process. That was yeah. three days off after that. Awesome. Um, and next Monday, I'll have something on the trade deadline, on the trade candidates. Cool. So. Love it. So looking forward to that. So if you need to be a diehard to read those and to join our Discord, which is always a lot of fun. And like PD said, if you want to become a diehard, maybe you'll get a chance to read our People's Choice Awards and maybe in April or May when we get to the postseason time. And if any of you own a theater... Where you want to host us? <laughs> yes. You know, let us know. Yes. yes We're we, game. Yes. We will supply um, the food. Ourselves. We'll supply the food. Yeah. Possibly illegal yeah. Pete's. Just saying. Yeah. Um, well, Petey won't eat any of it. But that's true. But that's okay. That. Hey, more yeah. for everyone else. Yeah. But lots of great perks to becoming a diehard. 20% off merch. 20% off events, of which we have some exciting ones coming up. And speaking of events, and this is a free one, we have one coming up. You guys don't even... Well, you know this, but... I'm going to tell everyone for the first time, February 15th, we will be at Illegal Pete's before the Arizona Coyotes Tampa Bay Lightning game Wednesday, February 15th for a little pregame food and drink action, free entry, free food and drink at Illegal Pete's. Did I say, did I mention that it's free? It looks like it's free. Um, 4.30 p.m., Illegal Pete's Mill Ave. We will be there at Illegal Pete's hanging out before that game. So come hang out, come say hi, stop by, get some free food, and hang out with us before the game. It's going to be a lot of I fun. I have a question. Yes. So when you say we? It means the three of us. Okay. Just check <laughs> Add it in your calendar. It's always the three of us and not the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> the four of us? <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I feel bad for you, buddy. That's terrible. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'll put it on my calendar. I'm in. So we hope to see everybody there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Listen, if you haven't tried the queso, I'm going to make you try it. I'm going to make you try it. (laughs) So good. All right, you guys, any final notes before we head out? I'm looking forward to the All-Star game, actually. We're going to be watching it. Obviously, we're going to be doing a show. But I'm also looking forward to the high school hockey state championships on Saturday at the moment. I am too. We'll be there as well. Both of those things you said, I'm looking forward to these these unique events and Keller's going to be doing the golf hockey event. Can't wait to see how that all came together. Um, And then Saturday night, I'll be calling the game. Uh, So watch it on YouTube and Craig and Leah will be there and we're going to hang out a little bit and talk hockey with people that want to talk hockey and it's Desert Vista and Notre Dame and get tickets at the Asha website at the Mullet. Like it's going to yeah. be, honestly, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I'm excited to see this. These two teams are very evenly matched. Yeah. So go gonna, check it out. It's going to be really fun. And we did a preview show. It's on our YouTube channel, PHNX Sports YouTube, and on our 
podcast feed. So if you want to get a little preview of that matchup, PD talked to both coaches, talked to the voice of Asha and the president of hockey for Asha as well. So lots of lots of great stuff in that one. And we should mention on tomorrow's show, we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Tempe City Council member Randy Keating will be joining us for his second appearance on the show in studio. So we're going to talk all things TED, all things May 16th votes, maybe what you should know if you, for the vote and all things like that. So yep. looking forward to talking to Randy. That's 11 a.m. tomorrow, Friday on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So make sure you hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. And then we'll be live after the All-Star game too. Talk a little All-Star. That'll be a fun one before we head on to the mullet for the state championship. So it's going to be a great couple of days here. We appreciate everybody in the chat for chiming in. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcasts, leave us a review. And uh, that means a lot to us. And you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow at Sean underscore to pause, okay? <laughs> he is First. one of the the four on this beat. Yes. Sean underscore to pause on Twitter. You can follow PD at S Peters Hockey. You can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. Follow me at Leah Merrill. Follow the show at PHNext underscore Coyotes. Everybody, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and we will see you tomorrow.